Cool. Well, welcome back after what feels like almost a month of be- being apart. Was almost a month. <laughs> it was. Uh, when we last left off, we did have a, a whole lot of stuff to run down in, in chat, um, but probably not that much that has to be uh, reviewed. But the when we last left off, um, the Marin had been um, had affixed himself to a particular spot in the city of the dead, which was ruined by um, a, a significantly sized explosion. Um, as you waited for the forbearance spell to wear off, um, forbearance, no, Mm-mm. forbiddance, forbiddance. Yes. Can you tell I've been working on student loans? Um, as you waited for the forbiddance spell to wear off together, um, trying to figure out what was going on and, and what was happening in the cemetery, um, Don took a nap, um, passed out, uh, fell unconscious, some of those, all of those, none of those. And um, there were some attempts at revival involving um, pungent dairy products, which was just absolutely brilliant and made me laugh a lot. Um, but as we sit right now, uh, I believe, and we can just touch it, touch base with each character as we move forward. But as we sit right now, I believe everybody is, um, still waiting to see what will happen with Dawn. Um, Marin sits comfortably in the same spot that Marin has sat in for the past few minutes, um, seemingly determined in his location and, um, uh, as far as the surroundings, I think the only other point of interest is that um, the undead have have continued to flee for the most part um, until until possibly recently. And there are corpses of undead that are now re-dead. I'm not sure what the actual word for that is, um, where the forbidden spell um, did a number on them. So so let's just check in with everybody. I think we'll we'll do Don last since Don's seeping. But um, mm. I'm trying to think of what in chat needs to be brought up to speed. Um, I think I, I, go ahead. No, go ahead after you. I have one note about um, one thing in chat, and it was about the lavender scent. Mm. The, if you want lavender for Z is just a color. If you want scent, you got to add your own prestidigitation or thaumaturgy or something. Oh. I apologize. I thought that somehow canonically in that no, spell, I just thought you of, had added a scent. Like an old lady's kind of lavender kind of hot kind of thing. Hey. Oh, it smells like the old lilac in here. All right. Like All right. <laughs> That's a good thing. So um, so Barrett, where, where, catch us up. Where, where's Barrett at this point? What, what do we need to pull in as an update for Barrett before we start? Uh, so the only other thing prior to the G's... Um, <laughs> Was <laughs> and that's caps in case you could oh, caps. Yeah, of course. tell from the emphasis in my voice. Uh, prior to that, Barrett had decided to do some quick recon um, because he was hearing that crumbling coming from. I mean, after you know, obviously trying to revive Dawn with his key touch and all of that kind of stuff, which none of it worked. Um, he decided to go ahead and do a quick little recon out to the chasm and back. So he did that, but no one's asked him about it yet. So. But he did it because he was worried about all that crumbling sound and didn't want the whole chasm to all of a sudden swallow us up. Yes. So a valid fear. So he was gone for a minute or two and, and came back. All right. 
Ellie, you want to add any updates for what Ellie's been up to? Uh, Ellie has a headache and is disgusted by the smell of the cheese. So <laughs> I rolled con one. Say, I mean, it was constitution check, but say, anyways. Yeah. Um, I guess in reference to Barrett running off, she knows he did it, but is preoccupied at the moment. So a question may come if it leads to that. But yeah, she's probably like seven feet away from the hut. Outside the hut. Outside the hut. Yeah. Uh, Z? Z is definitely wondering if Don still has that pickled something or other from Zoblobs from three years ago. Oh my God. No, we What's use that, that on Latrosis. That's, yeah. that's been gone for a long time. Yeah. I, just, we, the, just the memory. It's either been gone or it's sitting in the in Troll Skull somewhere like on a shelf. You know, no, that was that was a different jar that Ellie and Tabitha picked up to stick his hands in. The jar that Don had ah. was chucked into the brain tank. That is gone. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. It broke. That's true. Yep. Do you remember that? That was a long time ago, back when puzzles were fun and non life threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. Ow. Wow. That's fired. <laughs> the chucked. Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, I think Z is probably preparing to load Dawn on the carpet and get a triage kind of ambulance out of there. Okay. Um, uh, Dawn, uh, any updates? Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, so, so as far as timing goes, we're we're well. You know better than I do, Anna. What time it is? So it just depends if anyone wants to do anything in the interim before we potentially have a time skip. Well, that's, yeah. That's what time is it before? So now it's like, it's like one thirty. Yeah, I was going to say two. So I guess we're pretty close. Um, so we do have a couple of things ending uh, that just as reminders, thank you um, to Don, Anna, for reminding me that we had all these things ending. Um, uh, there was a short rest. If you didn't catch that, it showed up somewhere. Um, and the tiny hut will drop um about two hours from now uh and i think that's everything that was ending yes so uh as it stands dawn is still collapsed yes mm -hmm. sorry how no. long does a tiny hut last eight hours eight hours oh when did we cast it it was cast at like 12 30 ish because then in the ask your dm the question was posed was there a long rest during the couple of hours we spent discussing the hut Oh, we spent yeah, like so I think that we had wouldn't... we had the discussion and that was like with uh Mare and whatnot, and then we had the in chat, mm -hmm. and now we have now, and the spell faded at like 115. But I thought the tiny yeah. hut wasn't gonna drop till like 6 30 tonight. Yeah, oh. it shouldn't be okay. until later evening. Okay, yeah. So uh okay. Because we I... cast it after we found the statue. After right. we yes. the statue. And then we had that the conversation within the hut about what to do next. Oh, okay. in the grass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so, so after sunset is. It should typically be right before. Oh, right before. It should be right before. Okay. Whenever that is. Yeah. Uh, and as it stands, Don is still out cold on the floor. Uh, a, a light snore. Um, comfortably in the grass, though. Comfortably in in beautiful grass, a beautiful carpet of grass. Uh, yeah, so th there we begin. What would you like to do, or what would you like to know about the environment or the surroundings? So the sky continues to clear. Uh, yes, yes. So the the um, the storm 
that has raged over the city of the dead since you returned to the city um, is still clearing. It is not completely gone. Um, you know, it's not a bright and sunny bird singing kind of day yet. Uh, but the storm itself has definitely started to clear little patches of blue starting to appear in the sky. Um, additionally, from here, you can see the rest of Waterdeep, obviously, and the, uh, the blackness that's been over Waterdeep, the shadow cloud, um, has, has also lessened. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the little spot right above us. Is bright, it's open, crystal bright clear. Bright, open, crystal clear. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cripple clear. Yep. Cripple clear. Cripple clear. Mm-hmm. Has its own parking space and everything. Um, the sun is shining brightly through the clouds in that particular spot. Okay. <clears throat> Ready, go. <laughs> so we've tried a couple things here to wake up Dawn. Uh, Z, do you got any anything in yep. your bag of tricks? I I, I do. Um, yeah, I think Z's probably first first attempt bag of tricks would would just to be to do something like a counter charm very lightly to see if that like a drumming sort of counter charm. Um, see if that had any effect. So I made an assumption for you early on, Z, that Z would have tried um, some strumming and some rhythms and things like that, and none of that had any effect. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I have no effect. Oh, and just for the record, uh, what? Ellie, have you explained anything to anybody? No, I was yeah. just going to ask, but oh. I, I didn't. I didn't chat, so I'll reiterate. Um, I was just going to list our our next upcoming events so that everybody knows where we are on the same page. Give me two seconds. Okay, so Ellie cast Dream on Dawn. That was when Barrett ran off, right? Um, when she got out of the dream. She explained that, oh gosh, words, 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 that he seemed okay and he's sleeping, but he had some kind of headache in the dream. Don had spoken to Kelvin and Kelvin said that Marin was essentially where he's supposed to be. So we're on the right track. Um, but mostly she was eager to wake Don up. And that's when we realized he wasn't waking up even though he's now he's just sleeping. So do you that's know as far as she's explained. Do you know how Dawn talked to Kelvin? Mm-hmm. Um, from outside the hut, half yelling. Um, the air's cleared. You can come on back in. No, I don't think I can. Um, but I will, I will get up and I will slowly make my way towards and see. Um, making your way. Feel, feel, feel. As I say that, honestly, I don't know how he, I don't remember if he told me how he spoke to Kelvin, just that he did. And Kelvin explained a whole bunch of stuff that the Black Staffs did and didn't do, or he was or was not involved in when it came to creating uh, the process of ascending a Black Staff. Okay. There was a lot going on. Um, literally can't remember <laughs> this conversation ah don should know though he should remember what he said when he wakes up if we can wake him up i say as i approach the hut and did don give any indication why he would stay asleep or if it if there's something specific we need to do 
we did not this is yeah. not expected okay and then I, I I, think, oh go ahead i, I think if don were unresponsive and Z was not clear about sleep state and Barrett has gone off. I think he, Z would go ahead and take the initiative to, to put Don on the carpet. Okay. Just they, I think in Z's mind, he's the defunct guardian of Don while others are doing reconnaissance and getting information right now. Fair enough. There's no, uh, nothing that prevents you from doing that Z. Uh, okay. Don is, is uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, asleep. So uh, but putting him on the carpet does not does not wake him either. Um, so that kind of establishes the next the next logical event that will happen in the sequence. Um, obviously, Marin is where he thinks he needs to be. Um, we we believe you believe uh, that something attached to the moonlight may happen. Um, so the the. The next logical event that you guys haven't discussed or planned or or anything like that, but that is known, is that um, when the moon is available, perhaps something will happen with Marin. So if we if the discussion gets that far, then Barrett would say, well, as far as I can tell from my reconnaissance, I ran to the edge of the chasm. I looked down to where the uh, the tomb, the crypt, used to be kind of in that general area. And when I did that, I was basically able to see that the walls of the chasm are crumbling in a little bit, not like they're just completely collapsing in, but there's still, you know, a little bit of landslide, rock slide, whatever going on. The rocks and things are falling down. And whereas before we had this black sheet of a force field that we just couldn't get through at all. Now it's clear glass. It, it I mean, not physically glass it still looks like a force field but it's clear and i was able to see through the force field and there is a raging river underneath but i have every reason to believe that that river is actually the shadow fell that that black water and you can hear water when you're close i don't think we can hear it from here but i was able to hear it when i was standing at the edge of the chasm um, so my main reconnaissance point was i just didn't want to be standing here and have the whole place collapse on us. I don't think it's going to do that. So I think we're safe. But I didn't stick around to do much more reconnaissance than that. Fair enough. You just reminded me. Something else that Don said. And I'm going to take a few steps back away from the hut. Um, he said, well, it wasn't the forbidden spell. I think he said he saw someone, her. He kept saying her. I assume it's whoever... Um, messed with the spell and there was like a huge like bubble I guess correct me if I'm wrong DM because I literally trying to just play this off of memory um, <laughs> of shadow like creatures and stuff that she was like keeping at bay and it was huge that's yeah okay yeah that's pretty close yeah uh, specifically more specifically I suppose um, the, the bubble or, or the balloon of shadow that was being kept at bay, um, was filled not only with shadow, but <clears throat> visions of monstrosities and, uh, like a great big bag of evil, probably a good way to put it, um, that was being, uh, visibly controlled or, or prevented 
um, from escaping by this person. Yeah. So you're saying there's a another person that was involved? I don't think person. I think like like the same whatever deity we think is getting involved has been involved. I don't know, but I I don't personally. I don't think I saw her. I'm referring that from what Dawn told me, but I did see the bubble, the sphere, and it is a lot. Like, I don't even know if Elminster has the power to, like, do whatever it is that she's doing. Okay, well, I granted I was not there all that long, but I didn't see a big balloon of shadow and evil. No, I don't. It's just your description of that river reminded me of something else that I had seen spoken to Dawn about anyways. Take another step back away from the hut. Barrett will fish around in Dawn's backpack and find a candle or some incense or something and start burning it so that Ellie can return to the hut. I assume Dawn has some incense or something somewhere. Right on the top in a nice little package, you know. Actually, Barrett may have some now that I think about it, but I'll look. (laughs) Anyway, I think also realize Don's pack is terrifyingly it. organized. <laughs> <laughs> it's alphabetized by color. <laughs> it is. Date of expiration for components, that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this section makes me feel joy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so the, the, uh, the big bag of evil was, to be clear, was described by Don in Don's dream to Ellie in Don's dream. Um, so Ellie didn't actually see it. Don saw it and described it to Ellie in the dream state. I think I saw a like a flash of it, but I'll I'll, I'll ask later. That's not big a deal. It was seen and it was described, and that's the most important part. Yeah. But, but is it, well, but it's gone now. We, we're not, we don't think we're dealing with a big bag of evil somewhere. No, it's it's not. Barrett has not seen it for sure. And Barrett was where it was described. Okay, great. It's not that it's, well, I think it's something that's happening outside of our view is what it seems like. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Z. Mm-hmm. Or L, yeah. At one point during where we get bringing up to here, you were wearing um, your seeing robes, and I vaguely remembered that those were removed. Yes. Let's clarify that and make sure. Yes. Yeah. Not wearing those unless it's condition. So if you put some on and says, yeah, there are. Okay, cool. Thank you. That's what I need. So the next logical um, point of action will be at nightfall. Um, if. Our options are you can continue to try things to wake Dawn or continue to take actions until then, or we can time skip um, to to that point. I don't want to railroad you into any one direction. So if there's more that you want to try or other another place that you'd rather be or whatever, um, we can we can certainly do that. And Marin's eyes are back to shifting. Correct. Yeah. So I'm gonna say. Barrett will say, I, you know, I'm totally open if we need to move, want to go somewhere else. But honestly, I feel like if Marin is not acting like he wants to move, we know at some point we're going to have to be here for some moonlight anyway. Maybe we let Dawn sleep this off. 
Maybe Marin gets installed as the Black Staff. Maybe Marin is able to wake him. I don't know. I I feel like I don't have any real information to go off of here as to what Don's state is or why he refuses to wake up. So if the cheese didn't do it and the healings didn't do it and Z's drumming didn't do it, then I think Don's just out until until Don's ready to come back. Uh, so, yeah. You mentioned just now the um, Marin's eyes. Yes. Uh, that is not common knowledge. If you, if that's something Barrett wants to share, I don't believe that was common knowledge. Um, I think that was okay. something only Barrett observed. Oh, was it? Because uh, I thought, okay, regardless, Barrett, I, I thought when he left the tent or when he left the hut, the last thing that Marin said was, and he said it to everyone, was that whatever doesn't matter. Hey, everybody, Marin's eyes are back to shifting again. Like at the time where he said that. Dawn, or that your companion has fallen, or he fell. His eyes were very clear, uh, and and it was uh, Kelvin. Kel, what's Kelvin. his name? Kelvin. Kelvin. Yeah, Kelvin. Um, but now his eyes are back to just shifting again. So you may be right about that. I may have gotten them backwards. I, I thought it was in the chat. I thought it was. Yeah, whatever. So I'll, I'll point it out to everyone. But again, my point is, unless somebody's got a better idea. I don't think we're in any more or less danger right here. Uh, certainly Barrett would keep an eye to see if the undead continue to flee the place or if there's any, you know, <laughs> anything that looks like it's going to be a threat. But Z, will you be able to recast the hut quickly if we needed to? Yes. When it falls? Yes. Yeah. So as long as we have the ability to do that, then I guess I would vote to just wait it out here. Z is going to bring up a terrible idea and he doesn't want anyone to like it because he doesn't. Uh, it just involves, you know, mind flayers. And like, um, we don't want to talk to the mind flayers at this point right now. I mean, there's a lot of mind stuff going on. More evil in the mix is bad, right? You know, I've come to see evil as kind of just different shades <laughs> of evil. Uh, oh, not really? That, not that no. mind flayers aren't. No. Yeah, yeah. Barrett's changed. Climate shift. Yes. I roll my eyes from six feet away. Hey, by now, the whole place smells like incense. So come on in or don't come on in. That's up to you. Um, I, <laughs> my only concern is that I think Don is the one that, I mean, see, the implacable certainly had a relationship with them, but I think Don also had a relationship with them and they may ask questions that we need Don to answer. Unless you feel you can do it yourself, see? I thought it was a terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> love that <clears throat> would like to focus on i mean he's really uh, if we have time and we're just waiting here he's gonna rack his brain and his weaving skills to come up with something that can help make sure that moonlight is safe and contained and isn't dispersed in some way i don't know how he would do that but some light mending scarves light mending scarves so what what is your what are you trying to prevent or create? Basically, he wants to have some scars that just circle as lights that he'll be able to ma manipulate later. Oh, it's just flying. It's the flying poi. It's something he could do, sure. but yeah, that seems reasonable to do. Really importantly, at the very end game. Yeah, that seems, that seems reasonable to me. Three light scars. Let's see if we can. Do it. No problem. Step yeah. one of many steps of the final like epic weapon. <laughs> This is it. Gotta so have the now. All right, cool. 
that's it. So then if there's nothing else, um, it sounds like you're in agreement that you're going to just kind of camp out, right? Yeah. Okay. Does uh, anybody have any wounds at this point that need, if I need topped off? Just everybody's good? I don't yeah. think so. Okay. Because I would certainly heal anyone that needs it. I will admit though. So the reason, the reason I'm not, I'm going to hang out here because every time I come closer to the hut, there's like a, like a pain near the pearl and it just keeps getting worse like the Inside closer the I, I think it's dawn so you're allergic to dawn or your pearl is at least <laughs> is it the lavender color i can change uh, it <laughs> it's not the lavender lavender is a great color <laughs> z thank you um but you might i mean i hope that's not the case but you might be right a little bit of donadryl take oh, care stop oh <laughs> But we, um, I'll just use the opportunity of being out here to keep an eye out on things then. And that's it. Okay. All right. Then we will, um, we will fast forward time. Here are the things that you observe in the next few hours. Um, as you grab some rations from your pack, um, have a, you know, have a little quiet picnic in the cemetery, like, like people used to do back in the day. Um, The movements of the undead uh, continue. They are the one, the few that are still capable of locomotion are still trying to get out of the city of the undead, of the city of the dead. Um, the, when I say few, it's very few. The numbers have dwindled. Um, either they have all already left, or been redebted, or um, you know, these are the ambly ones with a lot of hit points that, that have survived the spell, but um, they, they have continued to flee. The city itself, Waterdeep, and um, as far as residents coming and going, uh, from where you are, it's, I would say that you would perceive some activity within the city where people are starting to come out their doors um, as as the sun is something that they haven't seen for a long time. Um, The day brightening is drawing people out into the streets um, cautiously. And you can't see the whole city, but just enough from where you are to see, you know, little pinpoints of people starting to come out. Um, There are also a few people on the edges of the city of the dead uh, that have started kind of peaking to see what's going on. Uh, thus far, nobody has been brave enough to, to cross the threshold and they are still um, terrified as an undead walks by, they assume it's a monster and, and flee. So um, it's not like they're wandering around seeing zombies and just being suddenly okay with it. Uh, as far as the rest of the city of the dead, the sky continues to clear a little more slowly now. Um, you, you feel like the the storm may be, um, it's probably not going to completely go away. Uh, It has quieted. The sky has begun to clear in certain spots. Where you are is a big, huge swath of clear. Um, Of course, that started above you to begin with. It was already there, but that has gotten much bigger. Um, The city itself, the, the reduction in the blackness of the shadow um, has continued, but again, that has also subsided. So you don't feel like it's going to completely go away, um, at least not at this rate, certainly not by dawn. 
um, the way things have slowed by dawn. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> that was karma for a bad pun. Yes. Um, <laughs> that was rude. Shots fired. Uh, so uh, <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the late afternoon and moving into e evening is calm, but in a troll mate kind of way, you know, uh, as calm as calm gets for you guys. Um, calamity seems to have followed you for the past several months and doesn't ever seem that far away. Don does not change. Uh, he sits comfortably on the carpet and um, doesn't appear to be restless in any way, um, except right as it starts to approach sundown. Uh, you get the impression that Don is involved in a, in a pretty active dream. Um, it's the first actual movement that you've seen from him other than, you know, um, rising and falling chest, that sort of thing. And the occasional movement of the arm sort of repositioning. Um, but this dream appears to be um, intense. It's not obviously a nightmare or anything like that. It's not like, you know, you're hearing screaming or anything like that, but, but it's an, a very active dream state. Um, and as the sun starts to go below the horizon, uh, Marin has not moved, but begins looking at the sky, um, presumably looking for moonlight. I think that's a safe, a safe bet. And otherwise the, the sun drops below the horizon uneventfully, unless there's anything you guys want to do right at sunset. Mm. Tiny hut does fall. Are you going to recast it? Uh, Barrett, you're muted. You yeah, sorry. I was going to say, as the obviously during the day, Barrett would try to give some food and water to Marin if he takes it. Won't nope. take it. Okay. Doesn't refuse. Just barely, barely aware of your existence. So Z, I've been thinking about this whole recasting mm -hmm. the hut thing. Obviously, it gives us protection, and that's good. And I don't know if you can just do it as a ritual or whatever, but I am thinking like it keeps all magic out, right? So, but that doesn't mean it's going to keep the moonlight out, but I don't know if it's going to affect the moonlight as whenever we get to the point where the moonlight's going to shine through these axes and these crystals and do whatever's going to happen. So just, if you cast it again, will you have the ability to drop it at any time? Sure, sure. And I think okay. the cast on it is is actually not 10 minutes. I think it's just one minute. Okay. So we could pull it up fairly quickly if it gets to it. Well, I would personally say let's go ahead and recast it, especially if you can do it as a ritual or something where you won't burn up any more of your magic juice. But we should have it up again because when the sun goes down, things might get spicy. But we mm -hmm. just need to be ready to drop it when the moonlight action happens because we don't want it to interfere with the moonlight. That's, yeah. So that's my two cents on it. Okay. If it went... Uh, we'll have. I'm ha I'm happy to recast it again. I don't, I don't know that I want to keep Dawn inside of it or any of us inside of it. Just as, but just keep it as a place to duck into if we need to. Um. Do you want to? Do we want to cast it slightly off the mm -hmm. statue this time, since there's less uh, dead walking around? So that way we don't have to worry about the moonlight potentially getting disrupted by the t the hunt. Yeah, I definitely want to cast the hut in a way that is not going to interfere with anything and is a little bit more off. 
as protective space and keep it out of the freaking way. I think it's going to, I'm afraid it's going to get in the way more than anything else. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Once the moonlight action starts, we probably aren't going to need it, but we don't exactly know what's going to happen when the sun goes down. If the storms got started, going to start intensifying or if bag of evil creatures will start coming out. I don't know. And you'd have to stay in the hut, right? right. For it to stay active. No, I don't have to stay in the hut for it to be active. Oh, Are you sh- oh okay. Cool. Uh, I'm, I would not think that would be true. I'm, I don't want to say I'm pretty sure because I'm usually pretty sure and wrong. So, area, yeah, I definitely don't want to cast that trap me in there. And yeah, I, I think it would mean you would have to like peek out to do any magic, but your body would still have to be inside. But that's Stefan talking, not Ellie, because Ellie doesn't know about that. Yeah, no, I, I feline intuition is not to actually cast it and just if we need it, bring it up, but. Cool. We can we can re um like reestablish the boundaries of the sanctum, and then that can be our anti scrying or whatever thing. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing with the sanctum that we just have to be ready to get it out of the way if <clears throat> if it interferes with the moonlight or the ritual. I don't know how we would even know that it is, but maybe there'll be some obvious thing happening. Cool. Yeah, weird. If it, it looks like um. Marin's getting active or things are coming to a head or the moonlight starting to show through. Z will absolutely cast his shadow friend, his shadow other. Um, that last 40 minutes. 40 minutes, so. Cool. Okay, so um, no new tiny hut, but Z's prepared for it if needed. And um, Z is prepared to cast a, a his alter ego as needed. Um Watching over to the west, you all um, eagerly anticipate the rise of the moon. Haven't seen the moon yet. The stars above you have started to blink into an existence. Um, and the sun just dips below the horizon. And um, at almost the exact same time, you hear a cough from dawn as dawn begins to wake. Here's <laughs> it was a long nap yeah um so i'm gonna sit up slowly how's my head feeling uh quick self-evaluation okay so um head feels fine you're exhausted um not a level of, ex- of exhaustion but certainly not it doesn't feel like you're waking from sleep um it it feels as though um you know, if you slept, it was probably a minute, maybe two, just long enough to make yeah. you tired. Um, so you, you certainly don't feel rested by any stretch of the imagination. It was a really horrible nap. Okay. Um, but otherwise, in addition to what the other things that you know, um, yeah, everything seems kosher. Uh, so Ellie's still outside. Well, there's no hut anymore. So we're just chilling. There's no hut. You're just chilling. Okay. Uh, still, you sit up on the carpet. Yeah, I sit up on the carpet. Okay. Uh, it would like, obviously it would be clear that even though I was out, I was like thinking the whole time. Like I, there was no rest at all. So I'll look at each one of you in turn down at myself and I'll ask, what time is it? Uh, it's just right at sunset. Uh, I mean, six thirty, seven o'clock, somewhere in there. Dusky. I'm sorry, real quick. Barrett, can you roll a um, nature check with advantage, please? I can. 
And I did. And I got a natural 20 for a 24. Ooh, okay, cool. Nice. So, it so is 649. <laughs> 32 seconds. <laughs> so I, I, was, I was mistakenly waiting for Don to wake up because Don typically is the one that is following time and calendars and things like that. But Barrett, with knowing what he knows about navigation and stars, would probably know that um, Moonrise isn't um, coming at sunset tonight. Uh, it's going to be a little later than that, probably closer to midnight. So you would have known that um, prior to Don waking. I'm sorry. Yep. So Barrett can tell like where the curve of the earth is. The moon is like how many yeah. degrees down. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll look for Ellie again. Uh, and I'll ask, how's your head? Uh, still twinging, but not as bad as before. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one that can see this, and it might just be because of the weird dreams I've just had, but all of you are glowing red to me. No, I didn't stutter, Ellie. You heard that right? Uh, and I, I'm blue. I Can we see that? Is he blue? Nope. Um... Range effect of the cheese. <laughs> Is that what that smell was? I smelled that. Let's not God, talk who did that? That wasn't enough to wake you? Wow. <laughs> no, but it was enough to make me sick while I was asleep. Um, Z, oh. you put on the uh, robe of eyes. Would you think? Mm, it's dark now. I, I could. I feel good about once it, we get to, to dusk or beyond. Let's have Z slip on the eyes and see if he sees anything different. Yeah. I have to look that thing up every time we use it. I gave my the little gem of seeing to um, Aiden, so I don't have that at the moment. If we run into any trouble, it would actually have been a smart thing to bring him here, but I guess. And and then it would occur to me that it's way past the mark. Uh, what happened to the spell? Have we we need to go look? Oh no, I did go take a look. And I'll explain what I just explained. That that's, the yeah. walls are gently crumbling in. It's not in any danger of complete collapse. Right where the crypt used to be, where there was that black sheet of we couldn't see what it was, kind of force field-ish glasses. Now it's clear, almost like a window. You could totally see through it, but it's still there. And underneath is a rushing river. You can hear the water when you're up close. But it appears to me that I'm looking into the shadow fell when I look through that glass. Oh, that's not what I saw at all. Uh, I saw, and then I, I look at my hands. The, the blue that I'm seeing is the blue I've been seeing. And when I spoke to, I don't know, Ellie, how much you've told them, but it's clear. Uh, um, but I, I spoke to Kelvin. Shadow stuff and creepy things. Yes. And, um, her and um you talk to kelvin that's oh okay uh well mostly it her, oh, and Mary. I, I saw i saw the person who's been sending that blue i don't know how else to describe it but she was there and she was controlling whatever magic was crushing the shadow back into where the forbiddens was cast but she she was blurry I, I, I don't know who or what she is, like the power, and I, I told as much to Ellie, but I think if not for her stepping in, I think Waterdeep would be gone right now. The amount that I saw was probably, I mean, we've, we've seen a lot as a group and that was apocalyptic. 
and uh, uh, Kelvin, all right. So he doesn't know much more than we do, but he seemed pretty sure that Marin is right where he needs. He wasn't sure what the moonlight was for, but he said it was genius. And that clearly, based on the number of Blackstaffs that had succeeded him, their system was working and that Marin should be able to follow the clues left behind. So when I described where we were, and it just so happened that we're talking in the City of the Dead, like I was right there, I could see all of you, but it was also as if the city was new, it was clean. I don't think, I don't think I went anywhere. It just looked different, but I, I think we have Marin where he needs to go which I think is why he's so resolute on sitting where he is. So we just leave him? I, I don't know. I think it's best to wait until there at least is some moonlight. I'm not leaving him. I mean, mm. we're just hours away from this moonlight thing happening. I, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't. I'm here with Marin until this is over. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think. Uh, the last detail of note that Kelvin said was that the blue had a dunamantic quality, but I, I don't know. Um, Did you like go back in time or something? I didn't get that feeling. Uh, just, I mean, I, I could have, but there was nothing to say if I had or I hadn't. It just, I, I felt like I stepped sideways, the best way I can describe it. So I feel like if I had gone back in time, I wouldn't have been able to see any of you because uh-huh. we wouldn't be there yet. It, it felt maybe like some sort of overlap or some like different way of seeing what was happening because it sounds as if then, Barrett, you saw the chasm, but I saw something happening that was different at the same time. Which it is sounds, this- it, yeah, it sounds a little bit like the robe of eyes effect where you're seeing both mm-hmm. simultaneously, but you're seeing the dudomancy uh, overlay or something. Is there a plane like based in dunamancy that you're seeing into that's overlapping like our plane i would have no idea on that it's a snapchat filter <laughs> yeah there and we go I, i'm, I'm just, just gonna keep snapchat looking at all, all of you the apps the the the, the gen zest of <laughs> but we're in red not dispersing is it yes you're you're all we're in you're red and red. you're in blue what's marin in red as well I, i'm so are you out of time phase with the rest of us yeah what's so special you're asking the wrong person. I pick up a rock, pick up like a small rock and I throw it at Dawn so that it like hits somewhere in the leather armor area. Does it roll, roll an attack? Roll an attack. I, I mean, it's sure. a ranged attack, Ellie. So. Yep. Just regular roll and you add your dexterity. I'll just do that. Typical. Uh, that's a nine. <laughs> the mercy miss. I just for the sake of fun. I didn't do it with as much actual attempt to hurt him. So I right. right. No, I, I will say it certainly, it absolutely hits his armor and bounces away. And it bounces off. Correct. Mm-hmm. With the eyes on, I don't see anything different relative. No, to the- I mean, you see a lot of stuff around you um, that's, that's strange and peculiar but typical for the city of the dead. Um, there are a number of ghosts that are still trying to flee, um, things like that. But as far as the, the auras that Don is reporting. Yeah, I don't see it on the, on the dead. I just see it on my friends, Marin. There's nothing on any of the undead that you can see. Okay. And I, I, spoke, I spoke to Ellie. We weren't glowing in that dream. There was that horrific smell. And then... It's probably better in your dream than it was in real life. Let me tell you. I, I don't think it's pretty bad. 
um, because I think it knocked me into another dream. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Get but I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. Z. Can you have, do you have some sense if the blue is related to the dudamancy or blue is because it's related to this figure that's a blue related figure? Okay. That's the thing. The blue is absolutely from whoever she is. And I saw her a second time in the after effects of the cheese dream. And I, I saw her <laughs> face and I, I can't, I've seen her before and I can't, uh, now that I'm awake, I can't place it. But if I'm still, I'm, and then I'm going to stand up and I'm, I'm going to go look, I'm going to go see if she's there. Where are you going? Head to the chasm. Cause hold, if I'm still hold, glowing. Hold, hold on, hold on just a second before you go. Charging off, I, I'm perfectly willing to go with you. I will use that navigation roll to uh, DM to understand when is the moon rise. Um, it's going to rise about half an hour before midnight. So right now, so we got some definite time. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, All right. Well, we've got time here. I, you know, we could split up a little bit if we want to. I, I'll, I'll escort Don. Don, I can take you exactly to the spot where you can see what you need to see. Uh, or I guess we can all go and just leave Marin here, although that seems kind of crazy. Somebody want to stay with Marin? Uh, I'll stay behind with Marin. All right. See you with us. Or yeah, I'd rather go with you. Yeah. All right. Donnie riding uh, the car. And and before we leave, I'm just going to go ahead and say this as the guy who doesn't really even understand anything that's going on. You keep saying she and a powerful entity and blue. All of that in my mind is. Serionis. Oh, this is, I was this thinking is not... Mistra. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> uh, I've never met Mistra. I don't know if she operates uh, in the blue spectrum uh, or not, but I, I know Serionis does. It's it's not. It's not Serionis. Okay. No. Great. I mean, just to just is... to just to like wipe that off the table, DM. Yep. I'm gonna do like the Barrett touch touch his key thing, except not key like Faye like. If it were Serionis, would could I sense any of that in the blueness that is surrounding Dawn? Because the pearl is freaking out. So that's actually a good uh, you know, thing. Yeah. So tell me, tell me exactly what you're doing. God, putting myself in potential harm's way to sense if the blue around Dawn has anything to do with Serionis or the Fae. So you can actually see the blue, obviously, still. Yeah. So Oh, we can see the blue. No, you cannot see the blue. Oh, okay. You can't see the red or the blue, right? No, I know. Right. I, I wasn't saying that I can see it. Okay. He's saying that there's blue. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining it like an aura coming off of a person. Mm -hmm. And you want to somehow figure out if that's related in some way to Serionis. Yeah, like if uh, in, this, in a similar way to um, like sensing if there's fey magic coming off of or involved in like Barrett's scar in that same. Interesting. Roll, roll an arcana check, please, uh, at advantage. Okay. I'm going to use real dice this time because D&D Beyond. Is that nat 20? Nice. That's two in a row. Awesome. Um, I'm here. I'm just restarting my video. Closes her eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. Um, so reaching out to, um, yeah, uh, I'll type. <laughs> and it was on my, my little fade dice too. Yay. 
Um, yeah, I'll type. While you type? Please, yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. So then as, as Ellie's just, and as Barrett is figuring out, like, if we're going to go, uh, I would look down at myself and you again, and I'll say, oh, okay, no, 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 no. The blue's fading, and now I'm turning red. Er, huh. But it's, it's now, mm, the red seems weakest on me, and it's flickering oh, mm. slightly now between the uh. To, cl- to clarify, Barrett, whatever that that blue that I sensed when we were buried, and then when I prayed for Helm to help with Marin, and that blue answered, this this what I can see is from her, and I know it's a her because I saw her just now when I was apparently unconscious for several hours, and I saw her twice, and I've I've seen her before her face, and I can't place it, I can't describe it. It's like when well, it's exactly like when you wake up and the details are just gone, but you know what you saw. And you, uh, I, Don's actually getting kind of worked up about this. Like, ah! kind of almost. And Barrett reaches up and grabs his scar. Simultaneously, Ellie, Ellie does What are you doing? Stop it. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Ellie, stop whatever you're doing. Ellie crouches in extreme pain. Which Barrett mirrors. And it slowly starts to fade. And I, goodness gracious. Did not think that was going to happen. Okay. What was that? I, I don't know. I Whatever this connection is that we have, whatever you just did, really hurt. I swear I didn't do much, um, but yeah, I can tell you it's, it's not Serionis. Like, absolutely certain. Whatever the blue Don says is around him. That, that really hurt. Don, quick. Yeah. Word, so was it Esvoth? Was it what? Esvoth. No. Yeah. Helping for no. reaction. So, Chiron. No. <laughs> no. Lady Blackwood? Uh, ghost, I, only... ghost of Lady mm-hmm. Blackwood? No. Ben. No, I, uh, the more I think about it, the more it's... I, uh... All right, all right. It's worth a shot. Try to get around your brain somehow, but your brain is too clenched, apparently. Cozy. Never change. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, it's iris that might have to be an episode title (laughs) his brain clenched it's the ghost of all the children you've led to the (laughs) all the kids we've taken to the farm yeah don looks the closest to crying z has ever seen Okay, enough about dead children. Led um, by Iris. Go, go, go look at the chasm thingy. Yeah. So the pain uh, in both of you fades very quickly as soon as as soon as soon Ellie backs down from trying to make that connection. All right, Ellie, well, obviously, if anything goes wrong while we're gone, use the eye bone because they're working again, so. Yes. Okay, so who's going to check out the chasm? Okay, three of you. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the, the walk to the chasm does not take too terribly long. Um, oh, can I ask one thing real quick? Yep. When the, when the pain hit, did Barrett's scar actually light up? Did Ellie's pearl actually light up when we were connected? Uh, Ellie's pearl has been, has been mostly lit for most okay. of this time. Okay. Um, somebody else would have had to see that Barrett wouldn't have noticed if it lit. Um, but, but sure. Yeah. Uh, it was dim. It was a flash, but yes. Okay. I mean, it's dark now, so or darkish. Yeah. 
So yeah, somebody could have, somebody could have, should have seen it. Okay. Cool. Z saw it right away. All right, cool. So we're heading there. Marching Sorry. to the chasm. Yep. Uh, okay. So off to the chasm we go. Uh, <laughs> another uh, easily an episode title. Yeah. Uh, off to the chasm we go. The um, the cemetery. Now that you're, now that you have the opportunity to observe it more. Um, I think it would it would not go unnoticed the level of devastation. Uh, Barrett has already seen it, having been out and walked around. Um, but now that you're focused more on the place that you are rather than the events that are happening around you, uh, the the other two of you would notice uh, this the city of the dead is um, is probably as close to demolished or devastated as it has ever been in Waterdeep. Um, Waterdeep has seen plenty of trials and tribulations. But this, you know, this is this is devastating. The place is it looks like a hurricane came through <clears throat> um, the corpses that lie about are um, incinerated. I mean, they are they're These are the undead corpses of the undead um, have been literally, I mean, burnt through with radiant damage from um, the forbidden spell to a much greater extent than Don or Z to a much greater extent than you would have expected. Um, Don, the, the power of the spell that, that you anticipated um, has, has clearly taken on a much bigger life than, than what you had originally cast um, and what you thought the spell was even capable of. The, the level of destruction to the undead is I mean, it, it is complete and total. And um, the few that are remaining that are try still trying to walk away, actually this late at night, there probably aren't any left, but um, the few that you had noticed that were still trying to walk away um, are cut down swiftly by the, the radiant damage that's coming from the spell. As you get closer to the chasm, um, you would notice the same roaring that, that Barrett described. Um, Don, you don't notice anything different from anyone else, at least in chatting back and forth, comparing stories, um, everybody seems to be seeing the same thing. The chasm is about the same size before you. Nothing seems to have changed there, except rather than being filled with blackness, you can now see its walls. You can see, um, we'll say it's still dusk enough to provide you enough light to be able to see the walls. Um, they have begun to crumble, not in a, in a way that's you know imminent doom, but whatever was holding the walls securely in place seems to have failed. Um, rocks have crumbled from the ledges, things like that. All of that debris that has fallen from the ledges sits on um, what looks like a, a glass floor at the bottom of the chasm. Between the glass floor and the, the rubble that's fallen into the chasm and another probably half mile down, uh, there's a, a very dark, um, kind of a gray, dingy light coming from what appears to be a massive river beneath uh, beneath the chasm. The river flows black with a um, black soupy water that is thunderous over rocks and boulders. Um, it is clear that even you know, with judging from perspective figuring out the size of the river is a little challenging. It's about half a mile below you, um, but it's, it's pretty big and it is rushing and roaring 
with um, some sort of blackness. Beyond that, there's not much beneath you. The The landscape below is um, pretty barren, dark, rocky, almost volcanic looking um, in its landscape that that has been carved or, or split open um, by what appears to be this rushing, mad rushing river. Uh, she is not there. The, the bubble is not there. There's no sign of um, the, the monstrousness that you saw in your vision, Don. Um, there's just this open, open chasm. And uh, Don, I just need you to make one perception check roll, please, at disadvantage. Perception. Yes, please. Nats on both. Oh, nice. Two nat 20s? I rolled a, no, I rolled a one, one and a 20. Oh, taking a picture. I cannot. Yeah, you got to take a picture of that. Nice. And the Very one nice. is on my evil die and the 20 is on my good one. Okay. Oh, I love it. Can't make it up. I'm so Can't. upset. Yep. So that's going to be a five. Okay. Wait, what? Not 20 Trump. Oh, because it was disadvantage. No, disadvantage. I didn't so. hear that part. Oh my god. I'm a little lit one. I can't make so, this up. So I think she selected advantage to hear <laughs> only. <laughs> so just checking in with Barrett and Don there. I think um I'd like Z to go down on the carpet with the robe of eyes and um see what he can see pretty close to it. Okay. He's definitely looked since you know he's played with shadow magic a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out if you know that looks like the same kind of substance or if it's a different kind of substance. Before and, you do, you could try something, Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I still have my hands bare. I would like to activate the eye to see if that. Um. Yeah. I mean, it definitely does. Okay would flare up and I'd say, all right, see that, that confirms it for me. There is shadow down there, but how much, how much can I, unless that was a lot. Okay. Ah, I say my turn. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. (laughs) A lot of shadow down there, Z. Be careful. Are they still Uh, glowing? Say again. Are Z Barrett still glowing? Yeah. Red. You're still glowing by the way. So I don't know if anything down there can see it like I can. Be careful. Great. Thanks for telling me. Uh, all right. Putting on the robe, Z, um, again, everything around you, you know, here and there and everywhere, there's a little bit of ghosts and things like that. Uh, but beneath you, um, as soon as you put on the robe, the floor or the window, whatever it is that you're looking for, um, through shimmers, you can actually see the physical substance or barrier that's, that's in place. Um, and it is a definitive barrier um it would look it would look like glass reflecting sunlight at you um fly are you flying in a little bit i'm gonna describe what i see to my companions first okay and then go ahead and do that uh so on the way down it, go ahead i'm sorry gosh this seems like a good thing for my shadow self to do well you're welcome to swap out if you're gonna send your shadow self curious if you're going to see any color on my shadow self let me take just one minute to quickly cast that so i can ride down with myself or just send myself on the carpet okay um the the shadow self has no colors for dawn i'd say it has no aura that i can see all right well i'm just gonna stay here and look through myself as it goes takes a closer look okay 
So on the way down, uh, a couple of things that that you notice on the way down, um, the uh, the the rushing river beneath becomes a little more mm, obvious, I guess. Um, it is, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as you can tell, it is a river of shadow. Um, it is most similar to the shadow that you have seen uh, in the chests that you've gathered um, to, I think, uh, the puddles of shadow. It's It seems to be in that form, in a very raw form. Um, and also roll a perception check, please. <laughs> Natural 20, no kidding. No way, I love this. this oh my God, this is the best thing ever. This is the best thing ever. All ones or all 20s, that's it. That's all we got. I rolled a 20, but it was Um. So uh, the the river beneath you, as you get closer and kind of spend some more time looking at it and trying to understand it, um, it is clear that it is not following a river bed of any kind. It is a flood more than anything. Um, it's not a if there was a river bed, it has overflown the banks over 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 flooded the banks of said river. Um, it's a lot. It's a significant quantity. Um, other than that, there's not, you don't see much down there, an occasional wisp of something invisible. Um, nothing, nothing that catches your eye as far as a, a, a meaningful creature or explanations or anything like that, but certainly occasional wisps of, of invisible whatevers. Um, but for the most part, it's just desolate down there. And, uh, you do have a little more light. You can see a little more clearly. It, based on everything that you've heard, all the the information that you've gathered over the past, I don't know, a few weeks or whatever, um, it 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 would be. I mean, you would you would know pretty well, pretty definitively that this is the Shadowfell. You are looking into the Shadowfell. Um, normally, it would be a portal to get there um, through through some sort of divine portal or magical portal or some some plane shift method of getting there. Um, whatever this chasm is appears to literally just be a scar in the earth that now leads directly to the shadow fell. Save the glass or window barrier that, that stands between you, um, which is magical, by the way, obviously. It's not, not an actual physical barrier. It's a some sort of magic. Okay. He's, then he's going to bring um, his shadow self back in and hop on the carpet with it and just go from there. So I report that, you know, I see the shimmering boundary and thank heavens. Um, I think I think that's a very safe response. Um, yeah. So we don't know what's causing this force field or this barrier, what's holding it in place, but we're pretty sure that... Salut. Sorry. But we're pretty sure that if it... I don't think I've ever seen anybody use the mute button so quickly, so fast, so efficiently. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, high dex roll. Um, That uh, if if it did fall, all of this shadow might just pour right up into this plane. (laughs) I mean, can we tell if this shadow water energy is... Is it coming up and hitting the bottom of the... It's of the I, glass is the I, barrier what's holding it from just coming on up. I probably could have seen that, and I would think, 
and correct me if I'm wrong, that the pressure is on that side. So it's going to spill here rather than us being sucked in. Right. That's yes. That's what I'm assuming too. Yeah. So we now have this barrier that's essentially saving everything from getting shadow magic. I would say based on, on based on the vision that you had interpreted, interpreting what Z has told you, um, the, the torrent that you saw filling the balloon uh, would very much match the description of the, the river below. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing. I think this was put in place by a deity stepping in. And so I think if anything, it would take another de- destroy it. I mean, I certainly don't like being able to look down and see what I can, but there really seemed to be no she seemed to hardly be struggling to press it back down here from what I could see. It, if I hadn't seen it for myself, I would think it was just mm. the amount of power it would take to push down the amount of power that I saw. <laughs> and so we just turn away and go keep Marin safe and hope for the best since this is out of our level of power. I... I... I think essentially, yes, that's what we do. But if Marin gets installed as the Blackstaff, we will then have all of the knowledge of all of the former Blackstaffs to work on this problem. And Kelvin did say it would be a good idea to get him, so. So I feel like, yes, see, at this point, this is almost literally out of our league and we oh, should <laughs> go back and do something we can do. You handle the Shadowfell blue lady. We'll come over here. Make huts and scarves. The rest oh. of this campaign is just them picnicking next to the chasm, opening nothing exactly. out. Isn't this nice? <laughs> but let's build like Dernan did. It's, you know, I got the Shadow Bell. They got, you know, the Underdark. A great place for a pub. <laughs> <laughs> we got Shadow on. You have the Yawning Portal, and this could be the Roaring Chasm. There you go. Love it. Oh, wow. Can you brew with the Shadow there, Ellie? Uh, we no. are not entertaining that. <laughs> no, don't think I can. It's kind of like that food that they make with the puffer fish, where they have thirty-two steps, and if you get any one of them wrong, you die. Right? <laughs> it's like that. It's exactly uh, like that. Considering how long it took Ellie to just learn to brew regular, like moonshine alcohol, I don't think she'd survive trying to learn to do shadow. All right. But I I think we should head back. Mm-hmm. for whatever moonlight might mm-hmm. be available all right did not I, i'm assuming nothing happened with that horrible perception roll, so i don't need to double check for well anything. something did you just don't know what it was no okay i'm just no i'm just making sure that like the conversation didn't carry on and was correct I was, okay cool um wow yeah before we go i would just silently offer up a, a thanks thanks to whom her okay <laughs> just gotta be clear no yeah yeah, no. Uh, to that potential deity, unconfirmed goddess, you certainly wasn't hell. The blessing is non-denominational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What? Exactly. Are, are um, we just going to call her like, the universalist cleric? I love it. <laughs> I wrote down the blue lady, but I'm thinking like it should be the blue cheese lady. <laughs> Why cheese? We're not I just calling because. her that. Mm-mm. Okay. That, no, that cheese was unholy. That cheese was whole situation. Oh my god, that's that a lot. Cheese was from some unknown ring of hell. No one's discovered yet. And Don can smell evil. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's fair. Um, you know, 
cheese. It's like no cheese I've ever had before. I probably won't eat cheese ever again, Z. So as as we're walking back, I'm I'm going to keep watching the two of them and see if their red glow diminishes or changes and see if mine goes back to only blue, goes to red or on that last little. Yeah, so paying a little bit more attention to it, um, having a little more time with it, uh, they they are consistent. Um, there's nothing that really changes in that you can see um, in the auras that they create. Don's aura is um, is now consistent. Um, it, it's almost like it's um, sputtering, flickering. Uh, it's it's primarily red with just occasional of, okay. of the blue coming through, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe, but um, but it seems to be consistently holding at that now, as opposed to being okay. solid blue. Um, as you head back, Marin comes into distance. Ellie comes into distance or into view in the distance. Um, they are both, Don um, is able to see them outside of the range of Don's normal vision. Um, so it just as a note to you, any glowing creature at, in, at night, um, Don's visibility is 120 feet or, or is beyond what it normally is. Uh, it's essentially dark vision. But only for the target. Only for targets that, that are glowing, yes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Try not to walk in into any statues, fallen walls, yeah. rocks. None of those glow. <laughs> None of those glow. Exactly. <laughs> but you, you can see the glow before you can see the individual. Yeah. All right. So I, w- I would relay that. And especially seeing Barrett and Z both have dark vision. I would say, I can see yeah. Ellie and Marin from here, both glowing red. Neither of you can see that? No, not at all. Uh, and then knowing Don, he would probably like trip over my feet away. Uh, yeah. So, so making your way, making your way back to the where the tiny hut was. Um, there, it's an uneventful trip. Everything looks about the same, uh, other than noticing that one that one artifact of being able to see a little bit further when when whoever you're looking at happens to be glowing. Uh, uh, that okay, interesting. Can you roll a perception check with advantage this time, please? You come on, do it again, dice. 18 is plenty. Um, you do notice periodically, just uh, kind of out of the corner of your eyes, um, we'll say a, a field mouse that kind of runs as you guys are, are walking back. Um, a field mouse that that runs under out from under some covering um, and some sort of nighttime, probably owl, bird of prey swoops in, grabs it. Something that you never would have, none of you would have seen um, happen under regular circumstances. Don, you notice it because both of those items are glowing red. The mouse and the owl are glowing. That's correct. Uh, the As you watch... Um, the glow from the mouse fades pretty quickly. Oh, out. Uh, all right. So I guess Z and Barrett would see me. I'd stop walking, suddenly enraptured by the sight of a mouse that you would enraptured by a raptor. What? Oh, a mouse. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, uh, and I, I'd say <clears throat> they're they were both red. I think I'm seeing your life forces because that mouse is. Def- 
that mouse is dead now and it is not red anymore. Well, that would explain what about why I didn't any... see anything on your shadow self. Are there? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. No, be it, Barrett. Are there any moving undead around? And there could Don... there sure. Let's, sure say, let's say a zombie that was missing an arm and a leg ambled by, crawled by. Sure. Did Don? Did you did you notice when we passed that creeping zombie back there? Was there a life force? No, bro. No, because technically, the, the way we understand life, they're not alive. Right. So. And on that note, I think it's time, perfect time for a potty break. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll see you in 10. Okay. Well, then we're back. Uh, yeah. So that happened. Uh, the rest of the, the walk back uh, is uneventful, I suppose, compared to you know, spotting life forces and all. Spotting life forces. If we're going to just basically wait it out for a while, while I have myself available for 40 minutes, I'll use myself to make some thunderballs or something if really we're just waiting before I fade. More gear. That's enough. Okay. Uh, so other than that, it, it's we're waiting till the moonlight. Is that the plan? Yeah, I think I would just spend it off of the grass so I don't kill it, but... Uh-huh. keep looking at everybody watching and then looking around to see if I see just other things pop up as red or blue. Does the grass have a life force? It does not. Oh. I mean, it may have it, but Don can't see it, so. Okay. That would be so great, though, if you could see it and he was pacing on it and watch it slowly dying every time. Oh, That's God. why I'm pacing off of it. Don would never walk again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just learn, I'll just learn. I'll just levitating boots, and I'll, I can walk guilt free. <laughs> so I will say then, in the quiet time while Don is pacing, um, you very slowly begin to get a, more accustomed to being able to see this stuff. Um, the the life forces of the critters are more than you expected. Like. Everybody knows there's rats, but you just don't see that many rats um, until you can see them glowing in the dark and bats that fly and, you know, yeah, just it's unfortunate. It, it, it becomes almost a little overwhelming for Don, um, but I would say over the, the time, slowly beginning to adjust to being able to see more and less. Um, but it's uh, research-wise, just trying to put the pieces together, it appears to be that every living creature um, that crosses your path is glowing red, okay. with and the exception. Twenty is the yeah, the end. The cutoff is 120 feet. Like it's yeah, it's essentially dark. It's it's everything. Read about dark vision. It's it's everything related. Okay, to just make yeah yeah yeah. Okay, just to make uh, things simple. Except, it's all the rules of dark vision, except it has to be a glowing. Yeah. Object. I have the weird sporadic blue flicker. Okay. Uh, which is still just dawn. Yeah. As far as you can tell. Um, and it does compare differently during the day. Um, now they've had a few minutes with it during the day and a few minutes at night. Well, not really during the day, but dusk at least. Um, it Z had lights out earlier, maybe. Uh, either way, uh, it will be <laughs> less easy to see during the day. In the in the bright sunlight, you know the glows will be less obvious. Oh, do I come to the sudden realization that like my vision is stuck like this for the time being? I mean, you haven't seen anything. Any reason to think it's changing? 
Okay. It's certainly this way right now. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem to be caused by anything around you. It doesn't, you know, it's not. Yeah. You don't One feel more question it. for the sake of. Yeah, sure. When things go like, like if a rat goes behind a rock, I then can't see. It. That's correct. Okay. Can't see through. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so having sussed out the, whatever details are available, we're waiting for moonrise. Um, we'll say 10 minutes before, just in case anybody wants to do anything to prepare for when the moon is coming up. Yep. I, w- I would ask Ellie at some point during that, um, how's, is your head any better? Do you still have some bizarre? Um, keeping several feet away, she will, yeah, admit that uh, the closer you are, the more I feel it. So I would admit that's back. That's a thing. I don't know why. It is what it is, apparently. It is what it is. Uh, okay. So 10 minutes before moonrise, if there's anything anybody is interested in doing to prepare for whatever may or may not happen with Marin. All right. Speeding up. Um, as the moon begins to crest over the horizon, Barrett spots it first, giving a pretty good idea of where it's going to come up. Uh, it is a sliver of a crescent. Um I mean, like a sliver, barely visible. Uh, if you didn't know where it was coming up, none of you would have seen it. It's that that narrow of a crescent, but it is in fact there. And as it rises up above um, the clouds that are above you, do block it out occasionally as as the clouds blow by and the the <coughs> excuse me the storm has thinned. But immediately above you is remaining crystal clear. So there's no, in, in a circle around you, uh, there's, there's no clouds. And as soon as it rises into that clouds, that set of clouds, that hole in the clouds, uh, we'll say it's probably another two hours or so. Um, as soon as it rises to that point, the, um, you see the, the axes begin to pick up the light from the moon. Um, the light that shines through the gems in the axes as it comes out on the other side is brighter, uh, it seems, than just the average moonlight. So it's as if they are beginning to shine their own light with the help of the moon. The beams coming from them are spread out. It's very difficult to see where they're going to land or if they're going to mean anything. Um, and as the, the moon continues to rise into that gap in the clouds, they kind of slowly start coming together, each beam of light, uh, at which point Marin stands. Um, he kind of glances at all of you. And for most of you, it, it would be the first time that you actually sense um, some solemnity from him, some uh, a sense of importance, maybe. Uh, he doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like the crazy mixture of a whole bunch of black staffs, nor does he seem like simple Marin. Um, there's a, an almost regalness to, to the way he's standing, a, um, a, an air of importance about him or about the way he's seeing what's happening right now. Uh, his eyes are continuing to shift, but you notice them slowing a little bit and he stands um, and just begins kind of walking in a slow path, following these beams of light as they move around. 
slowly the lights converge. They, they slowly start to become, get closer and closer and closer together. And they come almost to a point. Uh, so describing the area around you, the, <clears throat> the statues, the things that you have rebuilt, um, the, the golden uh, medallions with the owl wings, the, the pieces that you had found Barrett and where, where they kind of were. There's nothing that seems to be where these beams of light are beginning to focus. Um, it does seem to be on the edge of a tomb. Um, it looks like it may be where a tomb, uh, how would I describe that? Um, the edge of a tomb that possibly is no longer there, either destroyed by the storm or moved or, um, or just no longer there. It's kind of the corners of, of where a tomb used to be. Uh, but Marin is, doesn't seem to be, does not seem to be bothered by that fact at all. Um, he continues to kind of pace and then you watch as he picks up the a handful of those those golden medallions, the ones with the owl wings. Um, and he begins to kind of place them on the ground, following the path of the lights as they begin to coalesce. And as they start to come together, you can see that what is being formed on the ground is some sort of depiction of a symbol of some kind. Um, he's, he's placing them, literally just following the lights as they come together, he's placing them. The lights eventually don't coalesce into one single beam, which is what, what you had begun to expect that they would do, uh, but they continue to, to make a path. The, the result continues for the next probably 30 minutes or so as he places these golden um, tokens on the ground in the path. And you end up with um, about a two foot by two foot circular glyph of some sort. Um, it's not one that means anything to any of you. It's, it would be recognizable probably as something arcane for certain, uh, some sort of magical glyph. Uh, it would look, it would probably remind you of a teleportation circle of some sort. Um, but it doesn't have any significant any significance to you as far as what is being formed. But it's very clear he has followed the path of the lights and laid this, this grid out. Um, the lights begin to spread back apart, and uh, he lays the last few pieces that he has in his hand, the last few medallions that he has in his hand. And he turns and looks at the group of you, um, his eyes are shifting slowly at this point, um, but he pauses and looks at each of you and says, thank you. And then he steps into the center of where all of these tokens were laid out. Um, and a, a light emanates from the black staff. A blue light, just kidding, not a blue light, um, emanates from the black staff. Uh, it is bright, vibrant, colorful, and begins to essentially engulf Marin. It becomes so bright that it lights the entire city of the dead in every direction. Um, Z, you would definitively have to take off the robe. No, uh, that was was not keeping that on. Okay. All right, cool. If you had had the robe, um, you would very quickly be experiencing some sort of blindness. Um, the light gets so bright that each of you has to turn away 
Um, is there any action you would like to take before turning away or shielding your eyes or nope, 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 nope. Okay. Um, as the, the light brightens and you each slowly start to have to turn away or, or block it with your hands, uh, eventually the light slowly begins to fade again, uh, almost as quickly as it, as it rose. Uh, the only difference is Marin is no longer there. Dawn, do you see a red glow? Is he invisible? I assume I see nothing. Um, nope. I, 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 I bet he's at the tower. Uh, I'm gonna say, I wonder, if I wonder if Locate Object would confirm that or not. But I, one yeah. Of thing, one of the things Kelvin asked me if his tower was still intact, although we hadn't seen it ourselves, but we would have known if it had been obliterated. So I would assume Marin is there, especially considering that's what Renair said happened to Vajra from the tower after leaving them in the mm. So, shall we go check? I I think we should. I I don't think there's any reason to stick around here. Although Barrett does look and see, did those axes disappear, or are they still here? Uh, right now, they're still there. The lights, the moonlight is still shining through them. Um, okay. The the light beams are now you know pointing all over away from you. But and the medallions. The medallions are still where they were on the on the ground. I think maybe we should gather up these medallions and just put them in a safe place. But otherwise, I think we think these axes are going to disappear and go back to wherever they are supposed to be kept for the next Blackstaff, right? Not that I'm hoping to ever see another Blackstaff installation, but... Because yeah. they're, they're fused be... as they are to the statue. We would have to use like, magic to... That's your assumption, yeah. But I think they'll go back on their own. That's That's what the Nameless One told us was that his axe would return to him. And I don't know about that other guy, if his axe is going to return to him, but I'm not as worried about the axes. And I guess we could just leave these medallions on the ground. It's just this place is so different now than it has been for the last two or three or 400 years, however long there's been black staffs. I, I feel like it would be safe to from like the glyph put them back in the pedestal. Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, it doesn't take long. Obviously, it's just picking up little gold medallions. And they're back in their pedestal. Is that the plan? Cool. Good enough. Um, with that, Don, you're still seeing critters moving in and out of the of the um, city of the dead. But the, the evening is yours. What would you like to do? We should head to the tower. Hey, hey, maybe stop by the chasm just to see if the shadow of the river Shadowfell still courses underneath all of Waterdeep. Ellie hasn't seen it. Sure. I don't know if I want to, but okay. Well, we could take a carpet ride. Oh, okay. All right. Everybody boards the magic school bus. Is that the plan? Um, yeah. I think we can't all get on it, can we? No, not everybody can. No, just two people. Oh. All right. I'll walk. I think I'll actually walk as well. Okay. I just really want to, don't want to see it from the ground. <laughs> Um, which is a good point. So Z, as you guys approach the chasm, uh, everything looks exactly like it did. Um, Z being on the carpet, kind of heading up a little bit higher to kind of get a, a real scale of things. Um, this, I mean, you guys knew from standing on its edge how big this chasm was, but from the sky, being able to really understand the full scale of it and the fact that it crosses a huge portion of the city of the dead, this is a big hole in the ground. Um, and the entire length of it, um, you know, uh, almost a quarter mile long, about 300 feet across, seems to be 
force fielded um, at the bottom. The river does not run the entire length. Uh, it kind of wanders in and out, but it, um, it, the, the torrent is everywhere along its length. And you get the impression that if there was anything beneath you prior to the, the torrent of shadow, it is long gone. Um, any, any forests or trees or structures or whatever that may have been in the way of, of this river have, have long gone. Um, and it's, it's just a lot. The volume is, is significant. But the rest of the chasm looks very much like uh, the, the piece that you already looked at. Um, the walls are stabilizing. There's still a few rocks falling hither and thither um, as the ground adjusts and you know the humidity changes, that sort of thing. Uh, but for the most part, everything seems stable and still there. Uh, I would say at this point, I mean, you're, you're well into the night. Um, there, I would say at this point, there are no undead left, either fleeing or alive. Um, those who made it out, made it out. Those who didn't are presumably dead. And obviously no shadow creatures have arisen tonight. It, maybe it wasn't that obvious, but yes, no, uh, there, yeah. have, there have been no, no new shadow creatures that you have seen. No, nothing oh, of the, piece of flex tape. yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing of the former uh, <laughs> terror of what was coming out of the, the portal. Uh, that's a lot of magic. Y'all are. Oh, wow. All right, so we're headed to Blackstaff Tower. Is that correct? The tower. Uh, <laughs> do we think we'll um, run into any issues there? Should I tell Aiden to meet us? Hmm. Well, we don't know how many undead are potentially still in this, given that when we did see them last, they didn't pay the living any attention. I don't know if the spell, the spell's normal duration. Can you can you check in with him and see if they see anything? Sure. Um, I'll think of some words real quick. I also don't know if Damon's paying attention, so I don't want to stand. <laughs> okay, I don't. <laughs> um, this is a walk and talk. Are we on our way yeah, to tower? Is, mm-hmm, okay, great. Mm-hmm. The walk and talk. Um, well, then I'll I'll reach out to him and ask. Hey, Aiden. Hope you guys are doing well. If you if you've had a look outside. Do you see any undead walking around? See if there's a response from not too far. Um, I would say that there's a response, yes. Uh, Aiden has seen a few, but they don't seem to be bothering. They seem to be fleeing, not trying to attack anyone. He says they seem to be fleeing, not attacking. Um, If you're entering the city, I would say that... um, there are people, definitely people, out in the streets. Not a lot. Um, people are still scared of nighttime for certain, but people have started figuring out that things aren't the same. And um, you would pass at least one or more um, zombies, for lack of any better term, uh, under attack from citizens with shovels and um, people really taking out what amounts to months of rage on these few creatures that are not fighting back at all. Don would notice that each and every one of them is uh, glowing red. Yes. Sorry, Matt. No, it's all fine. Um, So I just kind of mapped it on the way to the tower. We would pass the great drunkard and we could swing around just a little bit and pass the lady dreaming. 
you could do both of those things, yes. So Barrett would like to suggest that to the group, and if there's no there's no objections, then I would like to see if either one of those statues have moved now that the black staff, if if there is now a black staff again, that would be commanding them if either one of those have moved. Uh, very good, very instinctive. Um, good, good thing to check. Uh, no, neither of those statues have moved. However, both of them have opened their eyes. You're not 100% positive if the lady dreaming had um, her eyes closed the last time you saw her, like thinking back, but the, those two in particular, the drunkard and the lady dreaming, typically have closed eyes, and both of them have their eyes open right now. Other than that, no changes. Or they're, they're glowing blue. No. <laughs> Are they glowing red? <laughs> mm. Okay. No, <laughs> we're back. It was there. Okay. <coughs> All right. So, uh, do we notice anything else interesting or out of the ordinary as we approach Blackstaff Tower? Uh, I will. I mean, it is late at night, probably after midnight at this point, but. Um, Don, roll another perception check, please. Advantage, straight disadvantage. Um,. I think this one would be straight. Natural 20. No. Natural 20. I'm taking another picture. (laughs) Nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. Cool. No, that's great. Okay. So um, as you guys pass through, townspeople are getting, certainly not getting back to normal. They're getting, um, they're getting something out, something that's been building for a long time and being able to just go outside even though it's after midnight, um, they're hearing the sounds outside. They're looking outside. They're seeing other people come outside. It's slowly turning into uh, not a mob and certainly not a celebration, but people are definitely beginning to take to the streets. You can hear the rumors. You can hear the whispers. Like I said, more than one um, undead creature has has fallen under a mob of, of people with, you know, torches and pitchforks kind of thing. Um, people are beginning to take to the streets. And, <coughs> excuse me, among all of those, Don, it's um, probably a little bit overwhelming uh, now that Don has realized that this is, you know, essentially the life force. Uh, some of the red glows are brighter than others where, you know, some people are clearly sick. Um, people that are older are dimmer, you know, it's, there's a little bit of a burden that, that you feel going with that. Um, Mm -hmm. as you turn uh, the corner, Barrett points out, you know, the, the great drunkards eyes are open. Um, everybody looks and then turns to head, head down the rest of the streets to continue down hmm, bizarre street. Uh, and just out of the corner of your eye in the market, Don, um, the market being where a lot of people have begun gathering in kind of a central place, just out of the corner of your eye on the other side of the market, um, you are, uh, normally I would have said just kind of catch a fleeting glance, but it was a 20. So um, you are absolutely certain that one person, um, a man, 
hard to tell age from this distance, quite, quite a distance away, um, turns the corner out of the market street on the opposite side of the market from where you are. And just as he turns out, you realize he was blue. The rest of everybody else is red. Um, among them, as you start to pay more attention, continuing to walk, um, you do occasionally see people that don't have a color, um, don't have a glow, but it's, it's incredibly rare. Um, they look old. It's curious. But the blue one certainly attracts your attention. How far from him are we? So you would have been, um, oh, I can, I can show you. If I can bring up a map without you guys seeing the, all my entire world. Let's try this. No, let's try this. Hello? Coming? There it is. Theoretically, you have a map and no super secrets. I mean, Unless we're not supposed to know the distance and the travel speed. Nope, I put case. that up on purpose. <laughs> uh, so you are, hello, hello, hello. Shall we move now? Oh, we're still in the distance. Oh, I hate that tool so much. I know. Okay, let's go back to there. You know what? Here's the easy way to do it. <laughs> ah, there we go. So you are passing the great drunkard here, and he is turning out onto Trader's Way here. So it's you're essentially right here on the edge of the market, looking straight all the way across the market. So it's, it's a chunk away. Yeah. Um, seeing that I went into the market okay. and just sort of say fleetingly, like, I see a blue one. I'm going to start pushing my way through the market. Thank you for the knowledge that Marin is safe yeah. in the tower based on what Renair told us. Barrett uh, will definitely start pushing people out of the way gently to make a path for Don. Okay. Don is definitely being cognizant of moving through a crowd, but I'm beelining. I'm not like shoving people out of the way, but it's like sure. business, you know? Sure. Um, so let's do, are, are you, you're not dashing. You're just trying to make your way through the crowd beelining. Her, yes, hurriedly, but I'm not hurriedly. shoving people in a chase sequence, that kind of thing. Right. So um, just roll a D20 for me. Okay. Since Barrett's assisting. Straight roll. Great. Oh, the two. A what? A two. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess with Barrett's assistance, who should roll it twice? Thanks, Barrett. Rolled an eight. <laughs> okay. Um, so you you make your way across the market, um, assuming you're making it all the way to Trader's Way. Is that your plan? Yeah, I would like to. Okay. Uh, you make it to Trader's Way. Look right. Look left. There's no sign of him. You want a higher view? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hand up. Awesome. Barrett will run up on top of the nearest building and just jump from building to building underneath the underneath yeah. the uh, carpet to stay with them. You can't people's head tops like heads like that'd be cool. <laughs> I could actually. That would be very <laughs> cool, but not yet. I'll save that one for. That's Ellie cool. will stay on the ground and keep track from directly underneath the carpet. Okay. Yeah, Z, if you could just go straight up, don't go in a direction besides gaining height. Yep. 10, 15, 20. Here we go. Okay. Um, from the air, I will say go ahead and make a survival check, Don, at advantage because okay. you've got Z helping you. Advantage? Ooh, okay. 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 <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, okay. So within just a few minutes, um, 
Z pilots you in and around and back and forth, um, just kind of making a quick search pattern over the crowds. A couple of things you notice, the crowds are definitely getting thicker. Um, they're, the people are definitely beginning to pour into the streets. Um, you can also, Z, you would notice first probably off in the distance, there's a little bit of music. Uh, it's pretty clear these folks are, are ramping up for some sort of celebration. Um, it's all very impromptu, all very organic, but it's happening like right before your eyes as, as people are starting to um, hug in the streets and, um, you know, they're, they're excited. But amongst them, um, yes, you do spot this figure that's glowing blue, Don, thanks to, to Z's search pattern. Point it out. Oh, Where track. is he going? Uh, he is walking to the um, east on Trader's Way. I'm trying to get my cursor over there. Yeah. So here, and he um, he's all the way up here by the time you, you spot him. Uh, and when you see him, he's stepping out from um, not really an alley, but kind of maybe, maybe he was on a front porch or something. Um, it's as if, oh, there. You know, it, he wasn't there for a second and now he's there. Uh, so, I mean, he's he, on the carpet. He's seconds away. I mean, you could be over him in, in yeah, two turns, probably um, the, the volume of people in the streets. And he's not interacting with any of the other people. He's not. Like, oh, no, he definitely is. In- yeah, no, oh. he definitely is. He definitely is. Um, it, as far as you can tell, I mean, he's behaving just like everyone else. He just happens to glow a different color. Ah, okay. <clears throat> uh, I, I would point him out to Z and I'd say, if you could just get a bit closer. Uh Mm-hmm. different about this guy and then i would say into the eye bone uh i'm sorry i'm trying to be quick but we then let's just get to the tower because i think we should be out of the streets before a potential riot starts revelry can get out of hand very- okay so getting a little bit closer uh kind of zeroing in on him uh roll an insight check please there would answer back on that when mm-hmm. you're done inciting 12 12 okay so um there's there's nothing about his behavior that that seems out of the ordinary. Um, as far as his physical description, now that you're a bit closer, um, he's uh, probably six foot tall, so stands a little taller than than most people. Um, uh, he looks to be probably early fifties, uh, probably human from here. You know, he could be half elf, but but most likely human. Um, he's got. Uh, kind of salt and pepper hair. It's straight, um, a little bit of receding in the front, but it's grown down past his shoulders in the back. And he's wearing a um, black cape, like a traveler's cape, uh, not inappropriate for for being out in the weather. Um, He has a cane of sorts um, that he seems to be leaning on pretty heavily as as if it is providing support for his left leg, um, which does limp a little bit. Um, he, from here, I mean, just looks like a guy. Uh, he's running into people that he knows, occasionally stopping, lifting his cane, um, kind of, you know, as a, a greeting at people. Um, seems to be engaging in conversation. No, nothing seems out of the ordinary, except he's just the wrong color. So Barrett would have yeah, said, yeah, yeah so... When you said we should get going to the tower, I would say back, 
I think this is a bigger priority than getting to the tower. Either Marin's there and he's safe and he's fine, or he's not. But I think something as odd as what you're describing, a blue guy in a sea of red, seems like something we should follow up on. And then Barrett will just keep pace right underneath the carpet so that he's close to wherever the carpet's hovering. So but on top of the roofs. Never mind, that was bumpy, bumpy. Dawn hasn't really described this guy yet. Or I guess that was the other thing. Sorry, Ellie. That Dawn would say, describe this guy, please, so I can get eyes on him. That's what Ellie was going to say. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would I would just point and say, that guy, cane, limp, odd black cloak. Ellie, come around the building to your left there, and <laughs> he'll be about 20 feet in front of you. And then Barrett will jump down from whatever building he's on and join Ellie so that they can approach together. Okay. Uh, it would not, after getting a good description of him, uh, it would not be hard for, for Ellie and Barrett to keep an eye on him, um, mainly because of his height. The crowds are making it difficult to, to really spot and follow anyone. Uh, but, you know, being six feet tall among most of these people, it's, it's pretty easy to keep up with him and, and keep an eye on him. Uh, between the four of you, I would say uh, getting a little bit more information um, he's probably, he's wealthy. Uh, he doesn't dress like a nobleman per se. Um, but he's certainly not in impoverished clothing or, or commoner clothing. His cloak is, is a little bit more fancy. Um, but other than that, I mean, he's just, he just blends in with, with the rest of the crowd around him. He seems to know a lot of people. Um, but then so does everybody else in that particular district. Anything specific uh, that you want to know about him? Can I try to accidentally bump into him? Sure. I don't see any reason why not. I'm uh, going to attempt that. Okay. Uh, he would bump into you and turn very... Pl- oh, pardon me. I'm so sorry. So crowded this evening and would just turn to, to continue walking. Um, as he turns to me, I want to cast... Well, I'm not going to cast. It's not a cast. Uh, I'm going to use Fade Presence or... Yeah, that's what it's called. That is I'd say Barrett's probably hanging back about 10 feet behind to watch this whole interaction. Um, <laughs> okay. To uh, back her up. Yep, yep. nope, good. Um, I'm going to pull up the thing. It's only a few seconds of um, either it, it to charm and or frighten charming. Just to have him, he has to roll a DC 18. If he's human or, well, if he's an elf, he'll have advantage on the, um, on the save. If he's elf or half elf, because I, I remember you saying that. And she's just going to say, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, it's quite a crowd or whatever. <laughs> gotcha. um, and the goal is really to get a really, really, really good look at everything. Okay. Um, so I will say you, you, especially since that was your goal, you definitely get a really good look at everything. So whatever details, the physical details that you want to know, I can certainly describe to you. Um, the, the, again, the only thing that really makes him stand out, the only two things that make him stand out um, from, from everyone else around him, he's a little taller than average, um, and he's a little more well-dressed than average. He's, he's definitely on the wealthier side of the average water Davian. Um, but again, not nobility. You don't see a lot of jewelry. You don't see, uh, I shouldn't say that he may be, he may very well be noble, but he doesn't dress as a noble. Um, 
<clears throat> you don't see a lot of jewelry or a lot of flashy clothes or anything like that. Uh, he has no reaction to your favorite presence whatsoever. Um, the roll, though, a perception check, please. Okay. And we'll do it at advantage. Okay. Um, perception, you said? Yeah. 23. Wow. Okay. Um, so you, you cast Fey Presence, um, and at, as he doesn't react, um, you know, he turns and, and apologizes for bumping into you, et cetera, and turns to walk away. And just as he gets kind of out of range of where you could hear him, we'll say, um, in the bustle and just before the kind of just before the crowd closes in between you and he, um, you, you get the faintest twinge of that, that very same pain that you got from being near Don. Hmm. The pearl reacts essentially. Okay. I'm going to keep that real quick and no, um, illusions and, or anything like that from bumping into him. Oh, no, nothing that you see. I mean, nothing that's obvious, certainly. Okay. Nothing that you see. Um, nothing that I see, nothing yeah. that I feel. It doesn't break any illusions. Out. Yeah, he's as far as you can tell, he's got two legs, two arms, one head, that sort of thing. Simple. Um, I'll fall back to where Barrett is as we keep uh, walking in the same direction as the dude. And I'll let... And you you rolled a 23. 23, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you additionally... Um, if his he may not need the cane okay the the frailness that you expected bumping into him being an old man on a cane mm-hmm. not quite what you expected frailness frailty frailty either all right so ellie did you as barrett joins up with you and we continue the pursuit ellie did you get any anything from him is he like what he seems uh I don't think so. Um, definitely didn't fall to any uh, charming effect, but I don't think he really needs that cane. But is he? And whatever feeling that I'm getting off of Dawn, that weird like effect that it has on the pearl, I'm definitely getting off of this guy as well. Hmm. So you think your pearl is impacted by boo people? <laughs> okay. They're part of the blue man group, then yeah. Yeah. Your pearl is racist. No Smurfs for Ellie. No <laughs> Smurfs for Ellie. More colorist than racist. Colorist, yes. Colorist. Uh, so Barrett will <sighs> say to Don and Z, hey, Ellie checked him out pretty hard. Uh, maybe he's acting a little bit, but overall, other than maybe she got a twinge of the blue from him, doesn't seem to be any anything significant, but should we continue to follow this guy? It seems what, really what? crazy. Was that an eye bone communication? Yes, yes, yeah. that was, yeah, an eye bone. Honestly, I think, you know, Z's on a carpet above a crowd. There's no way he's not going to not engage the crowd in some way. Distraction would be. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, beating the drum and make sure you know what you're beating on tonight. I just, can I, can I get down first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I would like drop to the ground and I'm going to work to make my way to the guy. Okay. It wouldn't take long to catch up with him. He's not, he's not dashing. He's not hurrying. He's not. And you are. So. Yeah. Okay. If Z wants to do performance stuff first, he's doing that first. So I can describe my stuff after Z. Z is your intent to join in or distract or what? Well, 
distract, but honestly, just to have people look at him. Okay. Uh, just roll a performance check, please. Oh, uh, 27. 27. All right. <laughs> the crowd is yours, Z. Whatever you would like to do with the throngs of people that now you have their attention, uh, they will follow you blindly over a cliff. <laughs> to the chasm! <laughs> to the chasm! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't go to the city of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just starts marching towards the city of the dead. By twos and threes. Lemmings. That's it. He's not doing anything other than being a show off while everyone else is doing stuff. All right. Uh, he does appear to be um, headed toward a destination, if that makes any difference. He's headed north here. I would say Barrett and probably Ellie would be about 15, 20 feet behind Don, kind of staying inconspicuous. But if Don's catching up to the guy, like, I'm going to, Barrett uh, at least is going to be there for backup. Gotcha. Yes. Noted. Uh, ditto. Can I tell if he's definitively heading to a destination or do I just see a guy that's like, yeah, party's nice, but I'm walking. Uh, he, he's not meandering. Um, if he's out for an evening stroll, it has a destination. Gotcha. Um, Whereas other people are in the streets kind of yeah, reveling yeah. And, and, you know, wandering north and south as they meet different people. He, he, he's definitely saying hi to people as he passes. Um, and he's not, you know, he's not hurriedly going anywhere, but it's definitely. Okay has a direction, which is currently north on whatever um, street. Given uh, everything that's happening, overwhelmed with the lightning, I will catch up to him and I will, the cane's in his left hand. Uh, His limp is in his left leg. I will grab whichever elbow the cane is not in, like whichever arm is free. Fair enough. Excuse me. He would stop politely. Uh, Yes. Uh, And I've never seen this guy before. Not that you... Are aware of no, and he's he's blue. He's not like ready blues. Correct. Um, and I'm still reddish. I'm yes. not like full blue. Okay. Uh, turn. Um. Uh, pause for a second, realizing I he is a stranger as far as I can tell. But I would say I'm I'm sorry. You you stood out. Your coloring have, was different. Have we met? I think so. What's and then I'll, I'll play. what what's happened here? Everyone's out when they shouldn't be. Uh, do you not see the the sky has cleared? The monsters in the streets have receded. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, 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 no worries. Good evening. And he turns to leave. I, I feel like Donald's. We got to work on those social skills, there, Donna. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Is he still far away? <sighs> Like, uh, I guess we mean me and Barrett were about 15. What was it? 15, 20, yeah, feet 15 or 20 feet away. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were talking. No, um, Barrett, you're better at this than I am. Wanna well, I was. Up? Yeah, I was just going to say, so so I think we would catch up with Don and Barrett would say, look, unless you tell me different, I'm going to tail this guy and at least find out where he's going and where he's staying. Uh, I, I feel pretty stealthy tonight. I think I can do this without being seen. But I, I want to know if he's that different, if he's the only other blue guy in this whole crowd, I want to know where he's going, at least. So we'd have a chance of finding him again. And I quickly um, make a minor image or minor illusion of him so that we can remember what he looks like. Oh, I got it right here. And then wipe it away. Okay. For Don's going to let an intrusive thought win. Um, I'm going to catch up to him again. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab his arm again. Yep. Excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. And then th- does he turn around? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as he turns around, he, he doesn't seem frustrated at all. Very much like you're, you know, any other neighbor on the street. Um, his face is pleasant, kind. Uh, and this will be the most like, zealot sounding thing Don will ever have said, but he's going to, I'm going to have a grip on his arm and I'm going to be like, have you been seen? Have you been visited by the blue lady? Oh my goodness. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, dog. No, don't do that. <laughs> Dog's just reacting to Dawn. Yeah. Really loud. Stop. Willow, that's enough. Quiet. Unbroken I understand. eye contact. <laughs> Dead serious. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think he's just Damon turned off the camera this is bad willow is in deep deep trouble i have a pamphlet the visual of dawn running up and accosting this guy and then backing off and then running up (laughs) is just that's the most dawn thing ever and then having a thought excuse me sir um he he smiles at you dawn um very politely very kindly uh i'm 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 afraid not uh but I'm eager to hear about her. Uh, very friendly tone. Um, he would remind you of, I don't know, a, a, a neighborhood shopkeeper that you see every day kind of yeah. personality. Um, very friendly, very cordial, um, charismatic kind of, you know, that guy on the corner that you wave to every morning kind of guy. I mean, except for obviously he's a little more wealthy and less average. But, but otherwise, very kind face, I guess yeah. is the best way to say that. Um, and you don't sense anything hostile or secretive about him at all. That's probably why he sticks out and it's a different color right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person in Waterdeep that doesn't hate Don. Oh, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> yeah, it would be... Uh non-self-serving person in Waterdeep. Uh, but but he does, I mean, he, now that you have his attention, he he would also go through his his pleasantries um, being a, a, you know, a gentleman. He would introduce himself. Um, his, his name is uh, Jonas Benedict. Uh, and he would he would reach out a hand to shake hands. Uh, I'd, I'd shake his hand, but I'm kind of like just staring at him. I'm yep. not in any way like, oh, my name's Don. I, I'm just sort of like, yeah reflexively you're shaking his hand right um, and he would he would definitely ask for your name at that point yeah i'm, I'm sorry and you are uh don sorry uh and do you sure we haven't met now that i'm speaking with you you seem familiar somehow nothing about this guy to me looks familiar like i'm no. and i'm probably incredibly socially rudely just staring at his face like trying to place if anything oh the map going off star sorry <laughs> Uh, there's nothing about him that, I mean, just a pleasant man. That's about it, really. I, I'd say, I, I don't know, but I feel like I'm supposed to talk to you. What about me is familiar? Oh, you just I have, uh, it's it's not, um, you just have one of those faces, I think. Do you live in Waterdeep? Uh, yes, just, just here up the road. Do you frequent the Yawning Portal? Have you ever been seen in Troll Skull or? Oh, I've certainly Brazil? been to the Yawning Portal and Troll Skull. Oh, troll! Oh, troll skull! Oh, um, I've heard things about troll skull. I have not personally been in that area. Uh, it's just 
just a few blocks over, but it's, well, it's, many people don't go there any these days. And I step back and I say, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't think I've met, uh, and I, I feel like at that point, I mean, I'm still wearing like all my helms up. I'd say, uh, I'm, I'm a cleric from the hall. Maybe you've been there. Mm, I should think not. Um, perhaps we share friends circles of friends. Um, he starts listing off a few lesser nobles that names you would have heard of. Not anybody you've necessarily hung out with. Um, no. Um, I'm sorry to have interrupted you like this. Uh, clearly you have places to be, and I think uh, the change in the city just somewhat. Uh, well, yes, um, very well. I, I, I do live just up here, and he gives you uh, a basic address of where he lives. If for any reason you should need to call on me, feel, feel free. Well met this evening, and uh, I hope, I think we all do, that things remain pleasant in Waterdeep. He yes. turns to leave. Confused. <laughs> <laughs> Much like I did 20 feet ago. And um, because me and Barrett are, I guess, watching this whole thing, uh, do either of us have a chance for insight check? Sure. Yeah. No, no problem there. You do it with advantage. Um, I will just yeah. say real quick that before, I mean, go ahead and roll your insight check. Mm-hmm. Do that first. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand there overwhelmed by all the red people. Uh, 17. Okay, so from where you are, um, I don't. You're not close enough necessarily to overhear their conversation, but you're certainly um, within the realm of reading body language. Uh, obviously, Don's is nervous and skittish, um, <laughs> as is typical of Don in any new social situation. Um, but even more so currently, uh, the gentleman is, um, especially given the fact that you kind of suspect his limp may not be as as pronounced as it is um he he seems genuine enough um it you don't sense from him any any sort of deception he's not using closed body language or or it doesn't appear that he's trying to hide anything other than perhaps the limp um you you kind of catch he leans on it just a little bit funny at one point and then switches his gait a little bit more um so you become even more convinced that that if he does have a limp, he's overplaying it a little bit, um, and he may not have one at all. But other than that, there's nothing nothing that strikes you as uh, anything to be that concerned about. Uh, as he turns, though, he does turn back to you, Don, and and he says, "Troll Skull Alley." You mentioned. I wonder if we don't have. A common acquaintance, uh, Mr. Trench. I haven't seen him in a while, but we used to uh, we used to be acquaintances. Perhaps you've seen me with him at some point. If you knew him, racking. Uh, I I know the name, but I don't think I've seen you anywhere related to Trench. Perhaps not. Then, uh, do you know what happened to the poor fellow? It's been a long time since I've seen him. We were not close friends, but certainly acquaintances. I... Hmm. Well, I wonder. Just, good evening, then. Turns and heads on his way. All right, I'll let him. Okay. Uh, So his house is a couple blocks further into the north. Um, You know where it is based on what he's told you. It's a um, a noble villa, for certain. Not a very ostentatious one compared to some of the others in the area. But but certainly a, 
a villa. It's um, if if you had to peg him based on all the information that you now have, you would peg him as probably a low-end noble, or at the very least, a humble noble, which is rare enough. Um, but he seems genuine. He seems kind. Um, you would leave the experience um, certainly not suspicious. Um, maybe not making a brand new friend, but but definitively not. not other than obviously his color. Um, <laughs> that sounds funny. Um, other than that, there's nothing nothing that would strike you as suspicious. Um, yeah. Well, we'll just have to come back to him if we, I mean, we know where he lives and we've had an introduction, so we'll have to just come back if we, I, I can't, I got nothing. I guess Barrett would say to the group, I got nothing. I've studied this guy now for 10 minutes and it's not ringing any bells with me. What did he say to you, Don? Uh, did you know he, Trench? Is that what I read his lips to say? Yeah, he asked that's perhaps where we met before. I know I've never met him before. Okay. Well, we're pretty close to Troll Skull. Do you want to gather Aiden while we're here and then head to the tower? I told him to meet us at the tower. Oh, okay. We should go. Probably take him a little time, but I imagine he'd use the sewers to avoid the crowd. So unless he feels pickpockety tonight, we'll see. Okay. To the tower then. Uh, so continuing along. Don doesn't spot any more of the Blue Man group or any any Smurfs along the way. A um, whole lot of communists everywhere. Though. A whole lot of Reds. Uh, and um, Don, the ability to spot the number of rats in Waterdeep scurrying through the, the ditches and stuff is unfortunate. Um, yeah, for being the city of splendors, it's certainly fallen into um, more vermin than you ever realized were there in plain sight. There they are. You can't miss them at this point. Um, the reverie continues. Um, at this point, Z is, is, has gathered a crowd for certain. Um, Z, they're, they're beginning to cheer, beginning to feel very jovial. Um, uh, there's a lot of questions going back and forth about, you know, why is, why is everything okay? Did anyone win? You know, there, there's rumors. You hear rumors about yourselves as you wander through the crowd, um, you know, the champions and things like that, um, having defeated whatever horrible terror was causing this problem. And then, of course, there's the naysayers, you know, ah, it's going to go back to normal and just give it a day, right, 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 that sort of thing. But you make your way to Blackstaff Tower. Uh, the tower is probably one of the few things in um, the district that looks exactly the way you remember it. Um, if the grounds are perfectly kept, there is no litter, no, um, no broken crates nearby like there is for the rest of Waterdeep. Um, the tower has remained untouched. And uh, yeah, it is there. You can see it. Um, there you go. You're at the tower. Um, it's a, it takes up an entire city block, essentially, uh, surrounded by a high wall about 10 feet tall. Um, but the tower beyond it, you can see it's um, only a few stories. It's only, I think it's three stories that are visible, um, but they are all very tall. So the windows in each story are, are very long. Um, it is, even though it's, you know, not 15 stories high, it is definitively still a tower. And um the the lights that that normally illuminate it just like the illuminating the streets the the lanterns and things 
Um, the difference, of course, is the lanterns around Blackstaff Tower are all lit. And um, are there yeah. any lights in any visible windows? Yes, um, most of the windows are are lit up with with some form of candlelight. A couple of them have different color lights. Um, no blue ones, uh, but yes, uh, the tower looks awake and alive as as it ever did. Oh, even during the. Through, uh, Go ahead. It, it's occurred to me that if Marin is inside and he is tuning, maybe we shouldn't try to gain entry while he's in that process. You know, Vajra didn't go and find Renair until she finished with the business in the tower. Maybe I feel like that's a good thought. I, I had that thought as we were walking over here. Maybe we're rushing over here a little too soon. And it is Marin. He's going to reach out to us when he's ready, if he's in the gate, there. The gates, for what it's worth, are <laughs> closed. Mm. Hey, no. Is there anything else we can do outside of waiting for Marin to become the Black Staff? In, in regard uh, to Marin, I don't think so. Go ahead. What's, sorry, Z, I think I could. What I, what I said was uh, party... Th- uh, Ellie asked what to do. I said, well, party through the night and go home and sleep. <laughs> or go to Helms and sleep. Because I think we still have business at Helms, right? Sleeping uh, does sound nice. Uh, just probably one of you would have thought about it at some point, so I'll just bring it up. There are um, others who are interested in in the Blackstaff process, specifically yes. Renair and... and <laughs> you, you left some folks at the Yawning Portal that, that may have interest in what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is that in the opposite direction? Yeah. Yeah, that's south. Yawning portal south. But I mean, it was only a 15 minute walk. Well, probably closer to 20, 30 to get here. But with the crowds building crowd. and yeah. hitting traffic, rush hour. Traffic and rush hour. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Market hour traffic. Makes sense to fill them in. Renair and um, Maloon. Loon. Yep. And Dernan would, would and have interest. Dernan. We can message I them. Much. Right. Can we um, message then uh, uh, I, will, I will say Aiden would certainly show up sometime during this process since you asked him to meet you there. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll have to message him to say, hey, turn, we're going to the yawning portal. No, he's fast. Uh, so he, he would have made it through the crowds much more quickly than you all did. I, I could send to one of them, but given, yeah, I, I can. I, I feel like dirt would be best because we're at night. Uh, so I, I will say... As you as you're standing there and Aiden's showing up and you guys are chatting outside of Blackstaff Tower, um, you do see probably Barrett, who would have been staring at the tower, you know, kind of curious, um, flash of light in one of the windows and then a, another flash in another window. There's definitely something going on inside. Um, Barrett pointed out to everyone. Yeah. But I still think probably giving him a little time and space is the right thing to do. Hey, I'm wondering, I mean, it may be worth um, casting a locate object just to confirm that he is indeed in there. What do you think of that? The tower might have some anti-magic stuff going on, but go for it. What the heck? Yeah, let's give it a shot. Okay. What object are you going to try to locate? First, the crowd and said, thank you, Cincinnati. Good night and party through the night and business to attend to. Thank you very much. Okay. Information will be known when at some point we're still figuring stuff out. Yeah, the crowd, um, you know, is a little disappointed that that you stop playing, but they're pretty certain there's a party somewhere else. So they would they would turn and head dispersing easily. So I cast locate object outside the towers uh, on specifically Marin. Okay. Uh, so on on. Okay. Well, I'm wondering. Hmm, I don't know if he still has the bracelet. So he's still wearing the bracelet. I feel like you all checked, and he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. I think um, he was. 
on the bracelet, not on Marin. On his right wrist. All right, cool. Um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't take long. You sense the direction and location of the bracelet. Um, yeah, it's pretty much definitively right there. Aware within the tower he is? He's on the second floor. Does that coincide with the flashes of light that Barrett's seems like initiation? Go ahead, Z. Uh, he's he's vibrating up there. So I'm just, so he's looking like he's up there. He's putting on his robes. Mm-hmm. He's being initiated. As he he's getting his new hat. Mm-hmm. He's at the sorting ceremony. Enchanting some. Yeah, right. Um, uh, so, so shall I message Dernan to have all of them meet us at the awning portal? Or Helms. I mean, well, I guess if the streets are safe now, then it doesn't matter where we spend the night because we should be able to get to wherever we need to go tomorrow morning or tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon whenever we wake up. You may have a hammock you can hang anywhere. <laughs> it would be nice to spend the night somewhere where there aren't crowds of people. Well, we have a room at the awning portal, so. Mm. Or we can go to Trollskull. It doesn't matter. But I, I, personally, I would say let's just wait and talk to Dernan. And, I mean, go ahead and message him if you want, if you've got the juice for it. But let's just well, catch up I with could, him I tomorrow. Can, I can send him that Marin's where he needs to be, and then we can go where we want. I know I personally prefer to go to the hall i think he had business there but i won't i i can wait until there's a better time to go there if that's inhibiting anyone's but this is all very distracting and i'm feeling like i need to get recentered. yeah and i i will just add don um don will be much closer to exhaustion than the rest of you um okay. after the day's events so so don to everyone is starting to look a little sleepy i need to get like red blocking glasses Put on the put on the white noise machine for the evening. Exactly. I need my daylight clock. I will. I will. I will. I make the decision. I'll send Dernan to at least let Mer- Renair know and Maluno. Okay. Know. All right. So I'll send to Dernan. Um, Marin in Tower. Lots to update you on. Please tell Renair Maloon will be at your place tomorrow. I lost count. <laughs> nice. I almost count. Nice. Sounds tired. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so the reply, the reply comes pretty quickly, and Dernan is a little bit jovial in his reply. Um, figured something had worked. See you then. But, but he sounds, um, yeah, more more jovial for certain. I'd say uh, business must be quite good right now. Dernan sounded happy, uh, but he said he figured something would be us tomorrow. All right. And then you're headed to Helms Hall for... That is what Don would for, but I'll mm-hmm. go over the... Mm-hmm. All okay. works fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then off to Helm. Uh, I will say nothing significant transpires on the way as you move south through the city. And getting to Helms Hall is, is pretty, pretty easy to do. Um, the inside Helms Hall, the mood has lightened um but there's a lot of people inside the hall that are not willing to head out and join in the festivities quite yet it's a little more cautious inside the hall um than inside than in the streets and um you don't spot any additional blue glows on the way south and in the throngs of people um and yeah i think that's that's it and it's 9 30 so that's a good good stopping point it's late Oh, time time of day yeah. in Waterdeep. Yeah, it's definitely late. Um, pushing to two thirty because you've crisscrossed the city at this point, and mm-hmm. it was just a little before midnight when all this started. So, 
so do we want to say that we take a long rest before we start or Don, are you going to start to do things? I don't, I'm tired, but I, I, uh, okay. All right. Then. And I, we'll I feel just... like, I feel like if we're in the hall, I'm assuming the shades of red are really vague. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's sick people in the hall and it, I mean, you can, unfortunately Don can now see them before even making an assessment and, and pretty much tell which ones aren't making it through the night, that sort of thing. Fun. It's like a rapid mass medicine check um, to an extent. It's total Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, uh, I. I think Dawn would find that pretty uneasy, but. Yes. No. Definitely unsettling. Indeed. Indeed. All right then. Well, I think that was a great game, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Got nice him in the back. tower. Level up. <laughs> nice to be back. Oh, hey, no. finally getting a new black staff. So that's mm. that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, I will say, very well played. Uh, there are decisions that you don't even know that you made that made a difference. Nice. Very well played. Very well played. Good evening. So everybody, oh, great play again. yeah, it was great to be. It back. did mm-hmm. feel very good great to be back. Are we on for Monday still? Heck yeah! Yes. All right, cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Have a great night.